Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris and this is my third try at recording the intro. So I'm going to be quick here. I'm going to tell you right now, the number one thing I am trying to do right now at 4x400 to make our lives better as a team uh, and to make our success greater as a team. That simple should be a quick one. Hang in there. So what I'm going to talk about today, I think in some ways is, is maybe the most important skill in growing brands. I don't know, maybe in business, maybe in, I don't know, maybe in life, probably not in life. Uh, uh, it's an important skill and it's something I, I find people have a pretty hard time with sometimes. And, and I don't know exactly why that is. I don't know if people struggle with it uh, because it's inherently hard or it's an inherent skill that has a talent base or what? Maybe I'm bad at it and I don't even see it. Um, but here, here's, here's what it is. The most important thing you can do at a given time, particularly when things are challenging, is to solve the next most important problem next. That's so obvious and it's so general and so vague, but it is so easy to lose sight of. The, the, there's, there are a lot of challenges to this and they include things like... Um, the, the, uh, the way that team members sometimes vie for your attention on a lot of different stuff. People will pull you in all kinds of different directions, especially if you are a leader and they want your help on something. Um, the way that salespeople will pull you into a million different directions and ask for things. The way that there are just, um, there, I mean, in e-commerce, there are 500 things at any given time you could be doing. You could be launching a wholesale business. You could be redesigning your brand. You could be working through your email automations. You could be... Uh, creating new Facebook ads, you could be, I mean, launch your Amazon account. There's just a million things all the time. And so so running an e-commerce business means that there's a constant state of challenge around saying no to things so that you can say yes to the most important thing next. And, um, And that can be tricky. There are times when something that looks really important is actually not as important as it seems. And so it's probably a good idea to work with key team members to develop this sorts of things and say, hey, we're all, we agree this is going to be a, be a massive um, issue. But, um, but that's, that's the most important, but, but, but developing that skill is really crucial. Um, and actually pausing at times to reflect to do that. So let me tell you what, what I'm thinking about in my businesses right now that are, in our businesses right now that are, um, that have gotten me here. So um, I have realized that as we really hone our focus in particular on three of our brands, Modern Fuel, Slick, Bamboo Earth, um, if I had all three of them at a consistent level of customer acquisition that I, um, not not world beating necessarily, but a consistent level of customer acquisition that, um, that, was just there that was sort of hitting our projections, maybe, you know, around our projections a little better. My long-term cash outlook looks really, really good. I don't need to go do something crazy to win in these brands. I don't need to pull a rabbit out of my hat. And, and our cash projections, I think are pretty reasonable all the way around. There's some big ones later, but I, I could see some areas where I think we'll, you know, we're more likely to miss them. Some areas where we're most more likely to hit them and and exceed them and, and everything in between, you know? So who, who knows? Projections are, are challenging. Forecasts are challenging. It's just, it's just tough, right? But, um, but I, I can see both. But what I know for sure is that, um, or what I can say I, I believe right now with a lot of confidence is that um, my Bamboo Earth customer acquisition is not as good as it could be. 
and that my modern fuel customer acquisition is going to get a lot better if a certain thing happens. So Bamboo Earth was really doing great before we had our biggest revenue day ever. And then we had a big step backwards. And that was, of course, expected to some degree when you have a giant, you know, offer or sale or whatever, you're going to, you're going to get a lot of, you're going to cannibalize some future returning customer revenue as, as customers come and take an offer from you that, um, it's a one-time thing. So, you know, you give a discount and you're going to take some people and cannibalize future revenue and, and blah, blah, blah. Right. So I expected that, but our customer acquisition took a big step backward as well. And I did not expect that. And I can see, I can see now a few reasons why I think it happened, but it doesn't even matter to get into the details. The, the point is what I know is that if I can solve that problem, though I won't have solved every problem, it will be a, such a big problem solved that it will make all of the other problems less urgent. Um, and I will then have time to go and put into other longer term, slower burn kinds of things because we've taken this big step back and now we're going to miss some projections for a little bit and blah, blah, blah. So there's that. So what I'm doing is I'm, I've spent a bunch of time analyzing my ad account, thinking through, okay, what offers can I go through? What, what am I doing in multiple ad accounts? Are there, um, what kind of content am I getting? What, how, you know, what are my creative effort? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, all the usual stuff that you go through to go figure out what's going on. Google, Facebook, Bing, like whatever, just all of the places that you're investing. Okay. To me, I know that if I can solve that problem, I will get somewhere. And then, then I can then go and redo that analysis. If that problem gets solved, of course, you got to stay on top of that. There's ad fatigue and things fade, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I also know that I will then be able to go and step back and reflect and say, okay, now what's the next biggest thing that I could do? And the answer for that probably is, and this is actually going, kind of going alongside, is to keep efforting our subscription business, okay? Um. And, and there's, there's some other things along the way. Some things, of course, take time. You start a ball rolling on one thing and, you know, you hand it off to a designer and then it takes, you know, however long for the designer to design something and the copywriter to write something. And so while you're working on building out the strategy for that, you now have to wait a couple of days to get, a, you know, some content back. And so while you're waiting those couple of days, you can start working on other things, et cetera. So it's not like you can always put your head down and work on one thing 100% of the time, all the time. But in terms of where I'm efforting, I know that I need to push certain things forward really, really clearly. Um, so, so there's that. Okay, so for Modern Fuel, we are right around our projections right now, except we had hoped to have launched our bolt action pen by now. And therefore our projections, the fact that we are still anywhere near our, proje our, our projections um, is a really, really good sign because we had projected a big revenue step, a big revenue bump, big step forward. Uh, when we launched our bolt action pen. So we're meeting our projections. If we're right around our projections now without even having that launched yet, that's a really good sign. That means that when we launch that pen, if we really believe that can have a really good positive effect on our customer acquisition, then uh, that means we have got to do whatever it takes to get that pen launched, <laughs> get it live. And so to their credit, uh, the, the group of people who are working on this, we've had some delays with manufacturing and blah, blah, blah. I've said blah, 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 blah in this episode because I'm trying to glaze over the details of these scenarios. You don't need to hear about how the drilling works in our pens to know why we're delayed there. What you need to know is that the drilling needs to work in our pens. And when it does, uh, and we're right there, then we can launch that product. And then we can then go and try to take our both retention and acquisition forward. The launch of that product should allow us to go um, 
re-engage customers who bought a click pen from us or a mechanical pencil, really small SKU set so far from Modern Fuel. So they've only bought one of a couple of possible things, but they like our products. And hopefully what will happen then is that the, a bunch of those people will come and now they will buy the bolt action pen as well. So it will allow us to re-engage past customers and it will create a whole new pipe of customer acquisition because right now we're really heavily um, spending most of our ad dollars and um, you know product seating and that sort of things around mechanical pencils, which people love as well. Um, but if we can, there's a whole lot of people who are never going to buy a mechanical pencil from us. So if we can get a bolt action pen live, well, that's great news because there's a bunch of people who will buy a bolt action pen who would not buy a mechanical pencil. Okay. So that should take us forward. And that then creates a big opportunity for us to actually exceed our customer, uh, or our, our, uh, cash flow forecasts, which would be a huge win for us. Okay. So if I can do those two things at the same time, Slick's kind of right around its number. We're, we're efforting there in general, but, uh, not as much of an issue. Um, so if I can solve those two things, then my life gets a lot easier and better because when you're beating your projections, everybody is happier at work. It's a less stressful, etc. And so I haven't thinking about this so much recently. I've been thinking there's all kinds of stuff we're working on. Um, and, and there, and a lot of it is important and a lot of it is helpful, but what do I need to do to get us moving around? What like, and particularly when you think about, um, intensive effort, like real problem solving, digging into a bunch of data and trying to figure out why something is or is not working. What I have realized is if I can go dig into these two things and we can really push those forward, a lot of other problems get solved and I can move on to the next one. And so much of this is about that. It's about setting yourself up for that. In the longer run, that's those are very short term. In the longer run, I'm, doing, I'm playing the exact same game. Bamboo Earth, Great example. Bamboo Earth, I think the biggest thing for us is to handle our subscription and to keep product development moving. So we've got a couple new products coming. Um, and uh, and so so in the longer run, we're, we're putting, we're, we're making sure to hit those projects. There's some other projects we really want to do that we think will be really good. Some rebranding efforts and, and some other things. I think that stuff will really help us. I do not think it will help us as much as getting this other stuff live. Product development, customer acquisition, et cetera, um, subscription, those kinds of things. Those things are, are a bigger deal to us. So we have to sit and, and be disciplined to say, we're frustrated with some of the visuals in our brand right now. I'd like to move faster. I'd like to do this, but it's not the most important thing. It's not the best use of our money yet. So we're going to, uh, we're going to put those aside and we're going to focus on other places. Um, Slick products, there's a, a million examples of that really around wholesale and retail. But modern fuel, it's actually, it's product development more specifically. It's to take product development which should be a core strength of the brand and say, our process isn't good here. We need reasonable lead times as we develop more and more products. So what are we going to do? We're going to make sure that we start efforting a better process there so that we can start producing um, products all the time because that brand will move forward if we can be launching new products. I would like to get to monthly, not necessarily like a huge launch every month. It could be little limited editions and, and you know sort of variations of existing products and that sort of thing. Um, but I would love to get us to a monthly product launch cadence. That's going to take work. That means sampling and it means sourcing and it means, um, you know, all, all kinds, uh, designing the actual products themselves and solving those problems and lining up manufacturers as you do different stuff and, um, you know, figuring out financing for that. There's all of these little sub problems that have to happen to solve the bigger problem. But if we can do that, modern fuel will really work. And that becomes the biggest problem to solve. So everything else is secondary to that. There's other stuff we can do and should do and that I want to do. But it's all secondary as much as we can, especially, you know, resources are not endless. So that's that's the challenge. 
do everything you can to figure out what would really, if, if I could change just one thing about my business, maybe short-term and long-term, and if those are aligned, then definitely spend your time there. Short-term, mid-term, long-term. What would I, what would, what would I do if this one thing can change my business? As best as you can analyze that, and if you can get some smart people thinking about that question for you and put your efforts there, it's highly likely that you will put yourself in a place to succeed overall. All right, so like I said, broad kind of advice there. It's something I've been thinking about a bunch. I mean, there's, there's really, there is really an element that crosses over into life. Every moment, every dollar, every especially time. I mean, it's, time is so limited. And um, it really helps to stop and think to yourself, is this the actual best use of the, of the time that I'm doing? Is this, or the time that I'm putting into it? Is, the, is this really where I want to invest my time? Is it giving me the kind of return that I want that's going to get me to where I'm trying to go? Uh, easier said than done. And I want to stress again, this is where like helpful partners can be really, really useful to you and helping you assess, is this the best place for me to input my time? Uh, so hopefully that's some help to you. Like I said, um, sort of very top of mind for me and hopefully it's some help for you. If it is, I would love it if you would share this, rate, review, all the usual stuff. Uh, that stuff all really does help and I really appreciate it. I really do want to be some help to you. There you go. Hey, check out, I was on um, Andrew Udarian's podcast, E-Commerce Fuel, um, which as I, I just tweeted about, but um, as I said, it's actually the only e-commerce podcast I've listened to consistently or even semi-consistently um, since I started in e-commerce. Uh, I don't know, six some odd years ago, something like that. It's really a great show that you should listen to. If you like my show, hopefully it's helped you. We just dug into what went wrong with Brilliant Bits, um, or what's gone wrong so far, what's gone wrong with Jane K9, um, how we're thinking about all of these elements of kind of the broad 4 by 400 journey. If you've listened to this show, you've heard a lot of it, but um, I think you'll still like it. Andrew is just the best, and I really recommend going and checking that out. Um, and then listen to other um operators on that show talk about what it's like to run businesses in about this size range um so yeah go check that out e-commerce fuel i was on there um and uh as always also if you have any questions please feel free to email me podcast at 4x400.com um and uh and get in the conversation on twitter at andrew j ferris so thanks for listening we'll see you next time